command. Right, right. So somebody coming from the king from whom Sambalat derives his authority with letters from that same king is now there to do the thing that Sambalat was supposed to do himself. It makes him look bad. Mm-hmm. All right. I haven't been doing it for all these years. And now you come up with on your donkey with a bunch of soldiers and you're going to do. So what does he do? He, well, this, this can't work. He can't openly come against the king. Right. But he can ridicule Nehemiah. Yeah. So the things that you all were saying are all the things that are underneath what he's doing. Wait, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You said the things that Sambalat was supposed to be doing all this time. Mm-hmm. So he's he a was... governor. He's a governor. He's supposed to look after look after the welfare of the children of oh, Israel. Oh, that part. Okay. That part. He Nehemiah isn't supposed is to like build up the now. the wall. Okay. That wasn't unless that was um, for the benefit of the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. But he didn't see it as important. Okay, gotcha. And the fact that for so long he had not seen it as important. And then Nehemiah shows up with these letters that show that the king sees it as important. Mm-hmm. It makes Sambalat look bad. It calls his judgment into question. Mm-hmm. You see? So now how does he do? How does he go against what the king wants done without going against the king? He ridicules the, the king's messenger. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, and so everybody's there working. So he ridicules them, and that brings us to verse I like four. The way they actually, say people's mm-hmm. names. Yeah, because you can actually look them yeah. up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So yeah. the historical figures are not names that are just pulled out of the air. Mm-hmm. The the imagery that I I came I thought of is when we work in a in 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 the water department. You guys walk on the sidewalk. If you jump and stump on the sidewalk, what do you expect to happen? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Right. It's going to hold you. If you take a sledgehammer and hit it against the pavement, it's likely nothing will happen or there's a crack or something. And even if you do crack, it'll just kind of separate, but it still holds up because there's something underneath it. Strength underneath it. Hmm. When a pipe bursts, Underneath what we say, like a main running along the side of the sidewalk, if it's nearby it and it's spraying towards where the sidewalk is underneath, what do you think is going to happen to the sidewalk eventually? Without the support of the... It's going to sink. It's going to crack. It's going to break. Under its own weight, yeah. Under its own weight because mm-hmm. what was there holding it up, the strength of its weight mm-hmm. is no longer there. The sand, the dirt. Mm-hmm. And that's a term that we use in the field, but we also use it um, in regular conversation. That's called undermining. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we say you undermine someone's authority. You're going underneath where their strength is. On mm-hmm. the surface, you still hold your title. You still are who you are. Mm-hmm. But something's being done underneath the surface to kind of pull that from underneath you. So if someone takes a sledgehammer and there's no sand underneath it, you crumble. Mm-hmm. And you can see it because you can feel the difference. Mm-hmm. You just tap on the top of the sidewalk. If there's nothing underneath you. Like, okay, no, don't walk on that. It's not strong enough. Mm-hmm. It's not supported. So when this guy doesn't feel his support, mm-hmm. it's like, I've got to find a way... To reestablish this, otherwise, if it's just exposed, like what we do, we dig up sidewalk or, or, or the um, 
the grass next to it or something. Because what that does, it shows what has happened underneath before we even break up the sidewalk itself. Mm. We go to the side of it. So we look at it and say, oh, look, there's nothing there. This is what he's afraid of. Being exposed for nothing being there. You've got the power. You've, you've not had this idea. Okay, why not just support what's going on? Yeah. We see it in politics all the time. I've got a plan to get this country back on track. Then why haven't you established that? Well, I'm not president yet, so I'm just going to sit. You don't care about the country then? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know, how, how can you sit on a plan that will get the entire country back on track and it doesn't come to surface until you get in office? Mm. It's funny you said that. Today I heard on NPR, Joe Biden, he said they have a plan for the coronavirus to, uh, so that we can get the tests out so everybody can get tested and everything safely. And he offered the plan to the administration. He said he's not going to wait. How often do you see politicians do that? Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm not going to wait till the election. I invite uh, the administration to use this plan. Mm -hmm. And he's sending it off to them as of today. Isn't that... Isn't that's that how it's different. supposed to be? That's yeah, different. That's, that's how, how it should be. be. Mm -hmm. But that's not how it is often. Right. They'll sit on it mm -hmm. and then offer it. And then sometimes it's offered and because it comes from you and your name's at the bottom right, of it, right. we're not going to use that. Mm -hmm. We'll take a look at it. Change a word here. Change a word there. Put my name on it. Now it's my plan. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. But what what is the overall goal? Well, the where in this situation, not including God, where does the power lie? With the in king. The king. Hmm. And you cannot oppose that power. Not as an individual. So we have a situation here. How how do you think or does it give us any idea of how uh, Nehemiah feels about his uh, enemies opposing the rebuilding? Well, he, well, he prays to God, and he, and you know, hear, O God, for we are despised, and turn their reproach upon their own head, and give them for a prey in the land of captivity. You know, basically, Covering come against that. them for coming against us. You know, like mm -hmm. Nehemiah seems to really be someone who prays for what he really wants, you right. know, without apology. You know, even if they try to repent, don't forgive them. You know, <laughs> like they are a problem, you know, and they're, they're, they're really getting in the way, which, you know, to me doesn't say anything about Nehemiah, but it says, honestly, you know, I don't think it really fully goes into detail about what they mean by ridicule. I mean, it's probably just a general overview, but you don't know what that is. Like, mm -hmm. if somebody is on you every single day, and you're trying to work, you know, it's construction, you've got people climbing, you've got mm -hmm. buildings, you got, yeah, <laughs> you know, you've got, you know, all these different things that you're doing, and basically Nehemiah is like a mayor, so to me that too might be a problem Sanballat has because if he's the governor and mm -hmm. then Nehemiah has all these people in this region and he's basically sovereign 
Like, he basically is in here, in a sense, governing these people. But not sovereign, because sovereigns don't owe their allegiance to anybody. Well, I'm saying in the presence of that guy being the governor. I'm saying, like, he, in a sense, what he's doing, he's in charge of it. Because he has um, authority granted from the king. So it's not like Sam Balek can come in and say, hey, you can't do this here. This is my area. You oh, you're I mean? saying the sovereignty, you were applying that to Nehemiah? Yes, yes. Because yes. of the letters. Okay, that's yeah, what yeah, you yeah, yeah, I yes. thought you were saying something else. Yeah, so it, but it makes sense, you know, because mm-hmm. that, that would definitely, that mm-hmm. definitely makes anybody feel a little, you know, funny about it. But, you know, you have all this happening, and Nehemiah really prays, you know, basically God come against our oppressors, come mm-hmm. against these people trying to stop what we're trying to do, because I'm trying to focus, you know, mm-hmm. that's... that. The construction is involved too, you know, the blueprints are involved. So that's, it. to me, it emphasizes how much trouble they probably were giving them. So I look at something like this and there's a pettiness that can come to your mind. And could we say that Israel's getting a, a taste of their own medicine? In a sense... Yes. Do you not remember Moses? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What he had to deal with while he's Sunset. trying to walk. <laughs> he's trying to walk. And what did he hear? Complaints. It's high. Brought us out here it's to long. Die. You brought us out here to die. How long had it been since they had been out of Egypt? Like two days. <laughs> It, it was actually a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And they were already all over the place. Like, okay, compare your freedom to your captivity. 400 years. Some of y'all here, no. All of y'all here have only known a life of captivity. Mm-hmm. You've heard about a life of captivity from your great-grandparents. And this has been passed down over. So all you know is slavery in Egypt. And you are the first to step foot out of this country that has kept you captive for so long. And you got the nerve to murmur about food. God rains food from heaven. Well, I mean, in Egypt we had meat. So God sends you quail. And it wasn't something they didn't like. It said they were eating it till it was coming out of their nose. Which we pointed out on Sunday. Is speaks more to how they were eating. They're eating to the point where it's coming out of their nose. That's gluttony. You don't feel full. You ever eat enough and, and you leave something on your plate? No, they didn't stop. They're going to eat with spite. And, and just shoving the food in their mouth. I'll show you. I can store it away. Okay. Then it's coming out of your nose and you're sick. And you got hiccups all the time. And no nothing to wash it down with. But that attitude. And Moses dealt with it. 40 years. 40 years in the wilderness. He didn't have a place to go off. Like, I'll be in my office if anybody... No! He's walking with these people. They're right up on him. Brought us out here to die. Like, you know I'm right here. Yeah. I can hear you. 
you know, found out some kind of way, so they weren't that the, quiet about The way it. that right. ended up, the 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 um, conclusion of that matter was horrible. Yeah. Because the Sons of Korah, by the time of that, they came up and they organized and they came against Moses and they they actually stepped to him mm-hmm. and said, "Listen, Moses, you taking up too much. You taking too much on yourself. Listen, you need to divide some of this power. You know, we we're here." We'll take over some of these, uh, 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 what's it called, uh, uh, responsibilities yeah. of office for you. We'll, we'll do that for you. And then they and were going to depose him. his throat. God just, <clears throat> <gasps> and then people are dying left and right. And they're just dropping like flies. And then the earth opens up to swallow the people. And was it Moses and Aaron just went and stood between God and the people. And God stopped. I mean, when you have to stand up for the people that are coming against you, mm, that's not when cool. you are their salvation, it's a picture of what's to come. Yeah, We see mm-hmm. it all the way back in Genesis, a picture of what's to come. And then you look at Nehemiah's now, dealing with folks that are coming against him, and he can't even, like, we can't even work. We, we're here doing, didn't God send us here? How many of us have ever been in a situation where we felt like we're doing the right thing and then stuff just starts happening? Like, I'm trying to do right and every time I try to do right, something is always up. Ain't nothing but the devil. We think that. We think that at times. But how many know that in order to get strong, you got to exercise? We pray to God for things that we don't expect Him to do in the way that he does. When they prayed for God to deliver them from the snakes he sent. Because they were so ungrateful for the food he sent. Mm-hmm. The snakes came. Were biting them. People dying left and right. And they went to Moses. This time. Because they all talking out to God. Like like they had. Like, it, like we try to hold up the word. And hold them to a contract. Like. God is his word. He say, you do your no. part, I'll do my part. Right. <laughs> you, you keep. But anyway, so, they pray, no, they ask Moses to pray to God, relieve them from the snakes. Did God remove those snakes in answer to their prayer? No. No. What did he do? He had Moses to make a brass snake and put it on a pole and told them, your salvation will come if you look up at the, just, the brazen snake. Just look at it. Just look at it. And you know people still die? They people still die because they refuse to follow what God said. Which shows that you wanted salvation on your, your terms. Mm. And God is not going to do it that way. Ask Jesus about his prayer in the garden. Nevertheless. He knew, not my will, but thy will be done. I have this feeling, but you know what, what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. They would they prayed for salvation on their terms. God gave them salvation on his terms. And because they didn't feel the power of it, I'd rather die mm. than do what you say. And... Now we have people who are in a situation, God, 
Well, he's just saying, if, even if they repent, don't forgive them. Like, it gets to that point when people are dealing with people. Mm-hmm. And you want to do the right thing, but somebody else, oh, what makes you think you should be able to do that? Uh, why are you doing it in this district? Oh, 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 how long is it supposed to take? Yeah, that wall ain't even good. Like, can we finish mm-hmm. what we're doing? And you go over there in the corner and color or something. And like he said earlier, it's, it was almost like trolling at a certain point. Like, I couldn't yes, believe that. Like, Not the, prehistoric, the, but. Yeah, BC trolling. You know, where he mm-hmm. said, yeah, the wall's so weak that if a fox climbed up on it, the wall would crumble. Like, that sounds like that's in the Bible. That's so petty. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that's so small. And 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 then, oh, the you know, then they, then they, um... And then once Nehemiah is just still encouraging the people, then the adversaries say, okay, they won't be so good if we try to slay them. You know, if we try to kill them, then it's like, you know, you you run out of cheeks to turn after mm-hmm. a while, you know. Because <laughs> some of them get chopped off. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, and, 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 and a lot of these people, because it's Israel, a lot of these people are family. Yeah. A lot of these people are related. A lot of the people working on different sections of the wall are families. You know, it's this family working on this part of the wall and this entrance and everything. So then Nehemiah's looking over at these people. He's basically governing. And then you have all these adversaries all around them. Now they're going to raise up swords against them and stuff. So. Also, just a mm-hmm. note. Just just so everybody knows. I know that we're all saying Israel and everything. Just know this is the Jews. So this is Judah. They're going to, when they refer right. to the people, they're going to they're gonna say, um. The Jews, when they say the Jews in the Bible, they're not talking about Israel. Israel is, is going to be pre-Assyrian uh, captivity. So Israel, after the Assyrians came in and got Israel, which is before this time. So uh, after the Assyrians came in and got Israel, it wasn't Israel anymore. It was the Samaritans and the Samaria up north. The northern ten tribes never got back that pure that 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 their self again. Mm-hmm. And then after the after the Babylonians came in and got Judah for seventy years, when the Jews come back, which is what we're studying now, when the Jews came back, yeah, it was still Judah there. They never really got their full strength again because after the Persians who who came in and was ruling the world, it was the Greeks, Alexander the Great. After Alexander the Great brings us into the intertestamental period, it's like several uh, hundred years between Malachi and Matthew. That's mm-hmm. when, uh, after, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. After Alexander the Great, you have uh, the Romans came in. Who was the Roman that that was ruling the world? That was Julius Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. Caesar. yeah, and then Julius Caesar, and then a little bit after him is when you see we're at. Uh, 0 to 4 AD when Jesus was born. So right here when we look when we look at cuz I know like uh I never understood what why well what's the big deal why you say Israelite you say Jew well, it's the same thing when in fact they're actually not by Jesus's time there's no Israelites in in, in Jesus's time the woman at the well was from where Samaria where is Samaria that's where the northern 10 tribes used to be and also that area, they hated the Jews. The Bible says in the New Testament that she was surprised that Jesus would even talk to her. 
mm-hmm. because the northern ten tribes didn't talk to the bottom two tribes anymore. And Judah was no longer Judah by this time. It was Judea. It was a province of... Uh, they had a governor from Rome who came in, a proconsul, I think was. And that's who Pilate was. And the king of the Jews at that time, the guy who was the king, kind of the cultural ruler, Herod. So all, all of these things... So they, Herod was Jewish. Herod was Jewish. He was a king... But he was under the governor that came from Rome, which was Pilate. So Pilate was in charge of this area. Herod was in charge of the people, more cultural stuff than political stuff. But it bleeds into each other because the high priest, uh, the high priest and his folks, the Sanhedrin, they were doing political things and mm-hmm. calling it cultural things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why the, the high priest couldn't, they couldn't kill Jesus. They had to get permission from Rome because they weren't allowed to kill people. They had laws. They could enforce their laws up to the point of killing a person. So they could whip him. They could torment him. They could put him in jail, but they couldn't kill him. And when they wanted when they wanted to go that extra step, what did they do? They went to Rome. What did Rome do? Send it back to Herod. You're in charge of the, 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 the Jews and their stuff, so you take care of them. And then Herod looked at him and sent him back to to, uh, to Pilate. And Pilate's wife was having... Now, now I'm in an Easter sermon. I'm sorry. Yes. But go, go ahead. If you hear it again, it's not... Um, <laughs> it's stuff that people talk about. 